Greetings, adventurers. This is OGRPG. Where we journey into the realms of 8, 16, and 32-bit RPGs. This is Abby. And this is Nick. And this week's game is Final Fantasy 1 on the NES Part 5. So, we've nearly defeated this game. Mm -hmm. Last time we left off, we had lit up all four beautiful magic orbs. But we must restore order by defeating chaos. And to defeat chaos, we must step backwards in order to move forward. Yeah, yeah. here's the where the... It kind of feels tacked on in a way where it's like, yep, time travel at the very end. You got to go back in time to, what, 2,000 years ago? 4,000? I don't remember. but And you stop it all before the world uh, became disturbed by, you know, before all the orbs got messed up and the elements went awry. Yeah, we're basically like Terminator sent back in time (laughs) to stop the problem before it is a problem. Yes. Um, But before we, you know, embark on that final adventure, there's one little pit stop that we really should make. And that is, we're going to take that adamant back to the dwarf cave and get the smith to forge a weapon for us. And that sword is the Excalibur. The Excalibur. Yeah, and this, uh, this is, you know, the second strongest weapon in the game. Um, only the knight can use it, but it is very powerful. So if you have a knight, equip it immediately. Uh, if not, then, uh, you know, forget about it. Why'd you even waste your time? Yeah, like if you don't have a knight in your party, yes, then you don't, don't even, even, yeah, don't yeah. even bother getting it or going there. Yeah, but yeah. so if you can, grab it and you want that in hand when you do your final venture forth, which will be in, you know, like we said, in the very first dungeon in the Temple of Fiends, right near Corneria. What do you think you could sell? The Excalibur Four, like say you had it made. I've never, I don't know anyone who's ever tried that. I no, I, I don't know because just take it to a shop and see how much they would pay I mean, for it. Yeah, who cares? You, you're so rich. Usually, yeah, you know, yeah. like it's a it's a thing that just oh. a curiosity. Okay, so uh, working our way backwards from the dwarf cave means we're going to return to Corneria. Use your in, heal up, save your game, and then you know you head slightly northwest. Um, you can wreck some imps on the way if they have the gall to show their their <laughs> filthy hides <laughs> crush the grimps yeah but yeah you, you can head uh right back into the temple and in the room where you fought garland so many adventures ago you walk up there with your orbs and then it will teleport you into the past into the i guess unruined temple of chaos and as you know we well, and in a, in a fitting callback you know here we are in the temple of the Fiends, where we rescued Princess Sarah, who gave us the loot. And now, this very magic loot is the one we will use to open gates into the past. That's right. We hear beautiful music emitting it from fill- our loot. Fills the air. It fills the air, yes. <laughs> and, and there we are, back in time. And you find yourself in a very similar, you know, the first floor looks just like this one, except it's full of much tougher monsters. Oh, we should say that uh, when you're entering into it, that you do get some, um, you're getting some like monologuing. From, oh yeah, from Garland, sort of like James Bond style, where the bad guy yeah, is like yeah. <laughs> telling you their their whole plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm the one who did it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So first floor down. Okay. So yes, uh, this first floor looks very similar to the original, you know, map that we we already were familiar with from the previous dungeon except it's you know it's not ruined and the paths are slightly changed it's the same shape you know you you start in the center 
And we should say that the enemies here are pretty tough. Uh, they, they were going to get tougher as the dungeon goes on, but typically it's not worth fighting anything. I always run from almost all the monsters. Like Run from everything. Because heads up, you have a boss gauntlet to head where you will fight all of the fiends over. And since you can only carry 99 heal potions, you're very limited in your ability to heal and stuff. So you won't it's just not worth it at this point unless you're trying to grind. And there's no such thing as leaving the dungeon no coming back well you can cast exit that's the only way out so mm -hmm. if if that's the case make sure you hold on to one of those till the very last minute if you someone dies when you're almost there and you've got to get out because that's the only way otherwise game over game over game man game over man r.i.p rest yeah. in power yeah so the first sequence of this is basically uh kind of a weird it's like you have to keep going up two floor there's three floors above this that you're going to go up and back down it's kind of like the teleporting maze where it's like you have to keep going up and down and up and down so you finally can exit through the final so you basically you have to go up two floors to find the right portal or staircase that's going to take you down yeah, to the, the third floor the the basically the way down to go forward is uh segmented off so it's like you have to go up and then down and up and you know but wow. you can do it just run away from everything and when you finally get down to the fourth level, this one's like a big square kind of, and you have to walk all the way around the edges, but beware because when you get to the southwest edge, you will, in an unmarked encounter, fight the Lich. That's right. There, There's no visual indication that you are about to be in a boss fight. Yeah, yeah. But you've beat him before. You can do it again. Yes, and uh, but be careful because that is a fixed encounter spot. So if you accidentally step back on it, you will be forced to fight the Lich again, and it's no fun. So don't do it. Mm -hmm. And you have had a class change since uh, defeating the Lich the first time. So don't get too cocky, kid, um, because you are going to have to fight the other three fiends too. So you've got to conserve your, Definitely, your yeah. high-powered spells and keep your party healed up. And again, run away from everything. Yes, um, and then heading down to the fifth level, uh, this one's got some, it's like you start in the center of many rooms and you have to kind of spiral your way out and then back in to, you know, there's, but there is a kind of optional area you can explore where you can get a katana if you don't already have it and some gold, but pff, who cares? Like, oh, I forgot to mention even on the third level when you get to the top, there are two chests, one with 65,000 gold and one with 45,000 gold. It's like, what an... What a middle finger. I hate when RPGs do that, where it's the final dungeon. You cannot spend this money, and they just feel like, well, now we're going to start really loading you up. Like, come on. Plus, it's like you go back in the past, and you get that large sum of money. And what about, like, inflation? Like, how much is that worth, like, in present time? <laughs> oh, that's true, man. Ah, who knows? Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so... You, you can adventure down there and grab that stuff, but really, the real target here is the Fire Fiend Carrie. She is guarding um, the stairway down to the next level, so fight her just like you did before. Again, if I recall, hold works. Hold works on Carrie, yep. And you can, you know, just bring them down. I mean, all of these fiends, you're much more powerful now than, I guess, maybe Tiamat. You're, you're probably at least a level or two stronger than you were, but, you know, so you, you know what you're getting into, so, and use that knowledge to slay them. And when you slay Carrie, you can move down to the level six, which is, you know, a pretty nondescript level. There's some rooms and stuff, but you basically just zigzag your way through it to the end in the corner with good old Kraken. Hopefully, I mean, I feel like this is probably where my first person died. Like, it's it's hard for me to get through Kraken even at this without him just smacking somebody for such big damage that they're just one hit dead. Mm-hmm. 
So you might have to use a life two, hopefully. Depending on what level you are, you might have two if you really uh, ground a bit. But, Mm -hmm. you know, you push through and then you will get to... That's what... But uh, Kraken, I mean, that's what, um, you know, buff spells like uh, invisibility are actually kind of good. So It's true. It's true. Yeah. If you're still... If you... Yeah. So if you still have the item, what item does that invis? Oh no no, it's the defense sword. Never mind. So forget that. But well, yeah. the white shirt does. White shirt. Mm. Has invis too, but yeah. Okay. I mean, you've got yeah. options, and you, you know that options. might say more about about me than about this game. The, the difficulty <laughs> with certain things, the way right. I way I just approach it. Where I don't know. I'm a hit hard before they can hit you is my defensive strategy. Right. But but either way, just make calamari out of uh, <laughs> kraken. Yes, and you're down to level seven, and this is the floor with, you know, it's it's an interesting floor because you can take the short path to Tiamat right away, but you don't want to because if you explore a bit, there's a passage in the southeast where um, you kind of go down a little hallway to a, a, a small room with a treasure chest where you will find the Mazamune, which is truly the best sword in the game. Mm-hmm. So you can put it anywhere you want because it, anyone can equip it. So you can arm a white mage if you don't have anything better to do, like I... I will frequently put this on my red mage in certain parties, you know, ninjas, anyone. It's it's super strong. So, I mean, it makes the person competitive. Like when I would play where I would have my fighter ninja, red wizard, and black belt, like it would bring the red wizard finally up into their range of damage where you get everyone fast in fighting. So that that's the ideal thing I, I would try to get. And when you do, you'll use it on, you know, Tiamat right up in the northeast corner of this map. Same old Tiamat, you know, you yeah. know what to do. So yeah. Once you destroy it, then you take the stairs down to a, a large, cool room. It's a big circular room with like a triangular symbol made of like pillars in the middle. Yeah, it's pretty demonic, really. Yeah, kind of. It's like gives you a bit of a pentagrammy vibes, but down there in the center, there it is. The final battle with the final boss, chaos itself. <laughs> I think we get some more monologuing here as well. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. But I believe. Chaos is a really tough uh, monster because he has 2,000 hit points, which is considerably more than you. Um, and there's a certain... I'm not sure what the criteria is, but he can use Cure 4 on himself, as well as almost any spell, but that restores all the hit points. So it's that's really frustrating. Like, And this is where you really want to... You know, I my strategy is always to fast, I guess, saber, you know, buff up your fighters as soon as you can, keep them moving... You want to have somebody healing, you know, hopefully you have your own cure fours and hopefully a life too when you get here. Yeah, spells, I mean, the only spell really would be nuke. Yeah, it's the only one that's going to get you anywhere. So other than that, it's like maybe you give your black wizard a heal staff or something to do. Maybe there's items they can use to help the other people because you're really not going to be able to offensively contribute in this fight. You just have to keep uh, keep everyone alive, keep the fighters fighting, and eventually you'll you'll chop them down. Yeah, it can take some time, but then when you do, you get a really cool death animation. Oh, gosh, yeah. Where it slowly, like, pixels away, like, from the top down. Like, it was... Uh, I remember thinking this was epic. Because, yeah, I guess we didn't really talk about Chaos's sprite. It's a huge... He's like an orange demon, like, winged and stuff. Like, yeah. It's it's uh, it's a pretty impressive and detailed. It's, a, it's bigger than all the fiends, you know. This is the largest enemy. It takes up pretty much the full field out there. It's really yeah. cool. It's like a monster representation of chaos and that it's like a, an amalgam of all these different like monsters and stuff um, all mashed together. It's kind of like Discord from My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. I don't know if anybody <laughs> okay, would get okay. it, but that's what it reminds me of. Discord and chaos. Mm. Well, yeah, it's, um, you know, it's pretty sweet. So 
And once it's destroyed, then... You get a sound effect, too. It's oh, like, yeah, it's rumbling. Yeah. You're, it's going yeah. down, and you have destroyed it. Destruction. And there you are. You've, you've done it. You get... I think the ending is entirely text, pretty much. You know what I mean? But, yeah, then it's all, it's all text. Just uh, extolling the virtues of the light warriors and how you... You stopped everything before it went bad, so no one even yeah. remembers that you were heroes. Yeah, and it keeps going and going, but it's not explaining it. No, it does just kind any of <laughs> better. Yeah, like you don't get any closer to an actual understanding. Of, it's pretty uh, long winded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, whatever. It's so a little, a little more graphics would have been nice, but it's awesome because you did it. You beat one of the one of the best, and uh, not. I don't know if I'd say it's toughest, but it's mm-hmm. a it's a, a classic RPG. You do get the cool animation where um, the text, the yeah. end, like gets filled in. Yeah, and it, it spells out like a like a calligraphy kind of yeah. line by line. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is pretty neat. The I guess. end in a in a cool like oldie English font. I mean, definitely once it starts. I mean, watch it. You earned it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's not. I mean, it's not super long, but it's. I don't know. It's cool. I guess. Okay, so now we're at the. Part of the show where we're going to rate and review uh, this classic RPG. That's this right. OG RPG. We're gonna take it. We're gonna take it to task and see what it's made of. But yeah, and just like Cartridge Command, we are going to review with the same four categories and with scores from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. What do you give this game? For graphics and sound. I give this game a 4.5. 4.5. So where's the 0.5? Where's the negative? Okay, well, I think it's got awesome enemy sprites. I love, you know, the graphics are generally good, but specifically the enemy sprites are awesome. They look great. Some of the better ones, you know, they're not animated, but, you know, there's some of the best stuff on the NES. It, and it also has, for the overworld, like the map scenes and stuff, the way that the forests are like it's not one repeated sprite it's it looks better than say a, just a grid of trees kind of like in, you know say in dragon warrior or whatever same way with the mountains it looks like one big thing instead of a rows and rows of mm-hmm. you know smaller things so i think that was uh, pretty cool and the music of course is awesome but and here it is here's the secret downside is that it just sucks that the music repeats every time you look at a blade of grass like when you talk to someone or open a chest or you know it's like you it, even though all the music's awesome it's just like you're listening to the first 15 seconds of certain songs especially in dungeons over and over so you know that's where i dinged it down mm. but yeah so but all in all pretty good i think what, what about you well for graphics so if i was going to take um if i was going to take it in like two parts graphics and sound i'd put graphics at a five <laughs> for sure i mean i love how um in battles you know depending on what weapon you have equipped that's gonna affect your sprite, yeah, like the awesome. color or action the fact that they even have an action like you see them swinging that's true you know, if it's a hammer it looks like a hammer if it's a sword it's a sword if it has like uh, an attribute elemental attribute or anything like that so yeah just the fact that there's even um an action you know that you can actually watch a little animation Swinging yeah. the weapons, you can tell if it's a hammer, if it's a sword. Or, or and, like the spells, you know? Like, and the spells, like how you get like a, a burst, Yeah. you know, on top of the enemies. And then that changes, you know, depending on the, you know, element or effect from that specific spell. Like, that's all really cool. It is, definitely, yeah. And like you said, all the, the 
enemy sprites, I mean, are awesome. Like they all, it's all consistent, you know, looks like mm -hmm, they're all mm -hmm. from the same world and they all, it looks like you've caught them all like mid action too. Sure. Yeah, like they, yeah. they look like they're moving. They look three dimensional, but, um, and another cool thing too is like all the villages are different. Like some have walls around them, some have a castle, and then yeah, yeah. little little villages or you know little yeah, houses, the, the sprites, They look good out in the in the map. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. All of that stuff looks good. And then um, yeah, for music, I think the shortcoming is what you're saying, like the repetition. Like when you yeah. go through, you've got to buy all those heels. Oh, yeah. And you just hear the first, like, three notes of that song over and over. And it's not even the best song. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but, yeah, the rest of it, awesome. Like, yeah. I still, you know. Great songs that they, they yeah. continue to use and reuse, you know, throughout yeah. the series to, to this day. And to this day, I mean, I'll, I'll get one of those songs, like, stuck in my head. Yeah. Even though, you know, even if it's been years since I played it, you know, you still get this song stuck in your head. My ringtone is yeah, the yeah. Final Fantasy theme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's your final rating then? Oh, 4.5. Oh, okay. Sorry. Cool, cool. So I just took that long to explain how I agree with you. <laughs> well, you know, anyone can agree anytime with me. Hmm. How about play control? Play control? I think I'm going to have to be a little harder on, and I would give it a 2.5. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I went with, like... This, it's, it's a shame because there are certain things this game does, like, you know, because it's an RPG, so there's not a lot of, like, Twitch reflex stuff. But the main thing for me, play control-wise, on the good side, you have the party inventory system, so that all your healing potions and stuff can all be used by anybody. They don't have to take up actual equipment slots. But on the downside, you still have equipment slots, and you only have four. Like, you, you can't, you know, your armor doesn't go to the party inventory and then to a slot, so... That no, sucks. Yeah, not only that, but you have to, um, when you're actually like in those screens, you have like equip and trade as separate options. And it's like you have to remember to equip things and, yeah, yeah. you know, and stuff like, like just the, the management is a little, little tough. Yeah. And, but again, another good thing is that you have like what has become kind of a standard, I think, which is the like when you're walking around towns or whatever, you have like a one button interface where you just walk up to a chest and press a button. You don't have to open a menu and then stairs, door, search. Like, you know, you're only ever doing one thing, talk, you know, like all that. It's all just the one button. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, it's just action with that button. Mm -hmm. Downside, buying items, buying 99 heal potions. Yeah. You know, it takes you three and a half minutes of just pressing the same button. That, that's no good. Mm -mm. Yeah, I don't, I do not like that. And another a relatively slight gripe, though, that is having to rearrange your people every time they get poisoned with their weird swapping party system, you know, your, your party reordering. Not not cool. Not the best way to do it. No, but, definitely not the best way to do it. Like, why should you be able, like, there's only four characters that you need to move, and then somehow it's easier to, like, trade all of your weapons yeah, and armors and stuff? It's like... Well, yeah, so... I guess some relatively minor gripes that, you know, certainly don't ruin the game for me, but it's like it does some, some cool kind of progressive stuff for its time, and then it also doesn't quite stick the landing by with some other small foibles. Mostly, yeah, just mostly irritating at worst. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now, challenge. What do you give this game as far as challenge is concerned? Well, I, w I went with the 2.5. I think that... You know, it's an RPG, so of course you can grind as much as you want to win. But so the amount of required grinding is kind of what I what I kind of look at. 
And I think it's about, I mean, for a game of its age, it's probably about average. You know, there's a couple spots where, you know, if you're not using the, the trick, the that peninsula near Provoca to level up quickly early, then, you know, there are some spots like right around there you're going to need to level for a little while and maybe some later, especially at the end of the game, to level up to beat Chaos. But, like I said, I think it's about average for its, uh, for its vintage. What about you? Yeah, I'd give it a, I, I think I'd give it a three. And I, I think, um... A challenge that is not intentional it's not part of the gameplay are all the um like buggy spells and and stuff yeah. like that like if you don't know about that stuff you can waste a lot of time you can waste money. a lot of time waste a lot of money and just make it harder on yourself but um but yeah challenge wise um other than that i mean everywhere you go people are telling you what to do yeah you it's... can figure it out i mean they put important items in capital letters for you yeah yeah it's not really a mysterious game so to speak yeah Yeah, you can't get lost um yeah so challenge three and now theme and fun i give this a 4.0 you know what i give it a 4.0 as well it's um you know story-wise you do have this this kind of arc of fixing everything in the world basically but it's not you don't have any like characters since you you know the downside of getting to choose your own party is that you don't really have personalities with the characters so there's nothing personal really you're just trying to save the world by going everywhere in a certain order and you know that's fine yeah like for um like you know you never get to hear your characters voices they never have yeah. they never have personalities or Which characteristics or anything isn't necessarily a bad thing i kind of like that in, in some games you know mm-hmm. uh, from time to time but uh, you know in here like again there's not like a huge story really to talk about it's you know, it's mostly a series of adventures, which are all, you know, fun in their own right. But uh, nothing, there's no big point behind it. You know, not, this game doesn't really have anything to say, I guess. Yeah, it's not so much um, a list of things that you have to do in so much as it's a sequence of tasks that go one after the <laughs> other in a chronological order. I see, I see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But theme mm. and fun, I mean, come on, it hits everything. There are dragons, fairies, <laughs> yeah. airships, spells, boats, castles, spells, um, yeah, dungeons, uh, weapons, variety of all that stuff. It's it's good. It's fun. It's got it all, and it looks good doing it. So I guess the final question is, uh, should anyone play this game, this version of this game? Oh yeah, can, you know, specifically yeah, this version of the game. Yes, a resounding yes. Uh, I think it holds up despite. The bugs and the the controller kind of foibles about buying stuff and whatnot, you know? Yeah. Those are the, the things that I would definitely take out of it, if I could, would be well, and the again, bugs and the... I'm sure there are easier versions. because I mean, I've played some of them. Like, I remember trying to find, like, I've, I remember reading up where it was like, the Wonder Swan is the most faithful to what they intended or various, but they always just felt too easy. So I don't know if that's Stockholm Syndrome or I'm, you know, a sucker. I don't know, but... <laughs> I think that this is a, a great RPG that still holds up, and if somehow this game, you know, I'm sure there's somebody's made ROM hacks that fix the bugs, but I couldn't find one easily enough, and I'm not really uh, knowledgeable in the uh, hacking stuff, but, <laughs> you know, I think if this game would have did everything it said it was going to do, and the magic all worked, or, you know, everything worked the way it's supposed to, then it would definitely be the best RPG on the system, but if not... Or since not, I think it's just a contender, a top tier contender. Yeah, it's a definite recommend for me. I mean, this system, especially, I guess, like in what order you go in, like, did you start playing RPGs later and then you're coming back to this? 
I mean, it can you know, be rough. It's an old game, but I, yeah. I still think there's fun to be had in it, you know? Uh, I think some... so. Yeah, because, uh, you know, like we said, like your characters, you know, they don't have a voice or, you know, like characteristics, character characteristics. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you can make it different every time you play. I mean, different party, challenge yourself yeah, in that way. that's true. That's, that's you, my favorite you know, part about it, really. Yeah. Replay, yeah. replay. Replay, replay. Yeah, you can, you can make it different for yourself. So do it. Play the game. So do it and play it and play it again and then play it again. That concludes our series on Final Fantasy 1 for the NES. That's right. So uh, thank you all for adventuring along with us and for your patience in uh, this uh, slightly delayed quest. Thank you for your patience, and you can expect the next episode... In two hours. In two hours. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hold your breath. It's coming. We do have one in the chamber, so whenever it happens, we will... Our next OGRPG experience, I think, will be Fantasy Star 1 for the Sega Master System. So, folks, get this game any way you can. <laughs> Yeah, play along with us, and uh, you know you can let us know what you think about our first finally completed uh, game uh, for the OG RPG, and uh, do it at cartridgecommand at gmail.com. Cartridgecommand at gmail.com, on Twitter at cartcommand, or on Facebook. Yeah, and uh, they're, they're all great tools to use, so do it, and uh, we love you. I love you. <laughs> and as always, adventurers... Game on! Okay. <laughs>